If you like what we do, follow us on Spotify or in any of your other preferred streaming sites. If you want to leave us a comment or let us know what you think, you can email us at papercut.cast at gmail.com or Instagram at papercut.cast, no caps. Or Twitter at papercutpodcast, one word, no caps. Look forward to seeing you guys next week for another episode. Until then, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Peace. Out. Hey guys, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Welcome to Papercut. We need to talk about Kevin. 2003 by Lionel Shriver. The book centers around, you guessed it, Kevin's mum, Ava. As she recounts the tale in a series of letters to her husband, the child that would bring about the most traumatic moments of her life, all culminating in the mass murder she dubs that Thursday. Whew. Tell me more about what was in the book. Like, what was the main theme, idea that was... Uh... I think these sort of books are really tough to write because it's a very sensitive subject, especially um, talking about someone so young just killing so much and just doing so much wrong. And one of the recurring themes in the book is this idea, and it's said in the very beginning, that that goes, a child deserves your love most when he deserves it least. And I think that sets the tone of the book as well. This book, like I said, is a series of letters from Ava to her husband. And it lays out her attempts to reconcile Kevin's actions with his upbringing. Now, throughout the book, we're told about Kevin and his family through Ava's eyes. And beat for beat, we can see quite clearly that Kevin is is an asshole who shows psychopathic tendencies. And so some of these events force her to answer some really uncomfortable questions as she's writing these letters out, ranging from, should she have seen this coming? To, did she even like her son? Not even, not even love, just, did she even like to be around her son? And at the end of the day, like, who is to blame for all of this? How much responsibility should she take? And so we need to talk about Kevin really explores these broad themes of things like identity, uh, neglect, and forgiveness. And it shows Ava's struggle to balance maternity, her own heritage, her own job and her own life, and also how this all affects Kevin and his eventual actions. And I think one of the smartest things the book does is depicting her condescending tone through a really archaic style of writing. It's almost as if she was talking down to her husband throughout the entire thing, as she seeks to, you know, try and redeem herself, because she does, at the end of the day, feel like some of it is her fault, you know? It's quite interesting. So I heard you mentioned, you know, about taking responsibility and whether who is to blame with all, like, for all this, like, I'm kind of curious, because usually, usually when kids turn out to be the way Kevin is, their parents do usually have to take a significant portion amount of the blame. But is is this recognized by Ava herself? Like, you know, is, mm-hmm. is does she recognize that she has a part to play in this and the way her son turned out? Like, is there any indication of that in the book? Yes. Throughout the book, she she sprinkles it somewhat. Like, you know, she can she concedes that Maybe she was a bit harsh on Kevin at times, or maybe she shouldn't. She was a bit biased in the way she's looking at things, and rightly so. Like you know, we as an audience are left wondering the entire time: like, 
is Kevin actually a really bad kid or you know maybe she's just blowing things out of proportion and I think a lot of it from her point of view she does acknowledge it whether or not she actually takes that into consideration you see her becoming more and more aware of her actions as the book progresses it's almost as if she she's writing these letters down just to get a sense of why she feels these things like it's just to lay her thoughts out to see like actually who is to blame and in the very beginning it's almost like Kevin's 100% to blame you get that sort of feeling but as she writes it you can see that she's slowly understanding like she is part of the problem if not a lot of the problem why Kevin is the way he is interesting so you know from what I from what I understand there will be of course there will be this descriptions of um, her interactions her previous interactions with Kevin I just want to understand like whether do we actually see Kevin in the book at all yeah 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 so like you said you know the book is a retelling but there is also a present day element to it and he is very much alive in the present day as well and so we do see how he's acting to us so how would you describe the interactions depicted between Kevin and his mom you know in the book Mm, it's very cold I would say it's very cold it's almost as if there is no love between them or any warmth, um, and some of in the, especially in the early parts of Kevin's life. It's almost as if that that she was just saying these things not because she was she actually meant them, but because she was saying the things mothers had to say, like you know, oh, I love you, like. But there was nothing, no conviction behind it. Almost even in the present day, there were times where she was just asking questions to make conversation. And Kevin points it out, like, you know, you're just making conversation. You don't actually want to be here. I see, I see. Well, I guess, you know, those kind of relationships do see themselves out quite a lot of times in modern day society. But, you know, just a, just a thought, right? If a child like Kevin, well, if a child... If someone, if a child does an act as terrible as Kevin did in the book, we know that maybe his mum didn't love him as much as he deserved. But do you think that a child like that should still be loved after Mm. having committed such terrible acts? You know what, that's a very good question. And I think that sort of goes back to the original quote that a child deserves your love the most when he deserves it least. Um, because at that point your child deserves no love and that's when they're most alone and sometimes I I would know but I feel that as a parent on some level you're obligated to love your child no matter what but on another level you have to come to terms with the fact that your child did something so awful on it's it's a very hard question I'm not saying I have a direct answer for it I guess to some degree it depends on whether or not the child is truly sorry for what they did or if they're still the way they are and if it's the latter case it's just an even harder question to answer and I can't give you a I don't think I can give you a straight answer uh, and if I gave you the answer of what happened in the book as in did she love her child in the end I think that would spoil it a bit so I'm going to refrain from doing that okay that's fair enough well I guess let's let's, wrap this let's up. put let's wrap this up and uh, shall we have your overall rating of the book Nick okay I think overall, I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. I think this book has convinced some people to never have kids. Um, in any case, it's still very readable. And some parts of the book still took me by surprise, even though I should have probably seen it coming. 